Thank you for joining us for the Modcast today. It's the podcast from the Modern Theater. My name is Abby Crawford, and our guest today from the current show running at the Modern Theater Spokane. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Other current shows running at Spokane Civic Theater in the Studio Theater, running through November 15, Evil Dead the Musical. You want to sit down and have blood splashed on you? That is where you go. Get in the splash zone. You can get your tickets at SpokaneCivicTheater.com. Opening this weekend at the Modern Theater Spokane, it's The Wild Party by Andrew Lippa, directed by Troy Nickerson, who consequently also directed Evil Dead, the musical, at Spokane Civic Theater. So my guests for today are from that particular show. You can get your tickets for The Wild Party at themoderntheater.org. My guest today happened to be in the very same show that I'm in. We're doing a show at the Modern Theater Spokane. It's called The Wild Party by Andrew Lippa. Music director for this show, of course, Zach Baker, resident music director. And the director for the show, Troy Nickerson. So with me in the studio today, three of the cast members, I have Nick Bailey, who plays Eddie, pugilist. Hello. (laughs) I have Aubrey Peterson, who plays Eddie's girl, May. You can say hello. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) And then we have Matthias, who's one of the ensemble members who consequently jumped in last minute. And last minute in theater means a week and a half to two weeks out. And you replaced somebody in the show, correct? Yes, I did. And we're so happy to have you in the show. I'm happy to be here. Yay! So all three of you in the show with me, Madeline True. (laughs) Thanks. Um, (laughs) So we're going to talk today about the show because there's four of us. We're going to have some fun. Now, um, first of all, I'm going to ask you what shows you were working on before The Wild Party. Okay, so Matthias, what were you working on before Wild Party? Before Wild Party, I was in Rock of Ages at the And you were very good. (laughs) Did you have fun with that role? I had a blast. Let's see, you were the mayor. I was. And then what was was. the name of your other character? Jackie Gill. (laughs) (laughs) Some of the craziest hair on the place of the planet. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Aubrey, what were you working on before this? Um, I was working on Rock of Ages. <laughs> and before that, Assassins. Ooh. Ooh I, I heard that was a great show. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and who did you play in uh, Rock of Ages? Regina. Regina. Was it really Regina? It was yeah. Regina. <laughs> That's a I don't like that sound. <laughs> Nick Bailey, what were you working on? I also was doing Rock of Ages at wow, the Modern Coeur d'Alene. And who were you? I was Hertz. That he was a German? The German developer. Yes, yes, yes. So, going from that show, Rock of Ages, really high energy, really 1980s, and let's see, were you guys even alive in the 80s? Aubrey and Matthias, when were you guys born? 95. Oh my God. (laughs) Born in 95, doing a musical about the 80s. Nick, when were you born? 78. Oh, thank God, one of my people. (laughs) (laughs) So it's such a high energy show, right? Uh, going from that show into the wild party, what's the big difference for you? I'm going to ask each one of you that. Ooh, the big difference for me, <clears throat> I think, is the style of music. Um, I really love, you know, the the 20s, um, you know, Charleston-esque. 
Um, there's just so many jazzy, bluesy rhythms and so many beautiful melodies and harmonies throughout the whole show that don't get me wrong. Um, you know, writing a musical that's all based on eighties pop songs or (laughs) butt rock songs, if you will. Um, it's like our childhood coming to life a little bit, isn't it? It's exciting and really cool, but the music for wild party is so beautifully written and, um, you find new moments in it every night and just being on stage and watching, especially the progression of, of when music is reused and the segues and the reprises, um, in itself, the music in itself for wild party is just so beautiful. Um, and, and it's also a very high energy show. There's a lot of several high energy numbers and the emotions overall are, are really intense, but that would be for you. all from me. Awesome. Aubrey. Um, I think the big difference is going from being so campy and you have to really camp it up in rock of ages. Like <laughs> the whole thing is just campy and then getting to wild party and trying to bring honesty to your character and bringing that character to life. Like, right. Cause May's kind of goofy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? She's, she's, she's a dimwit. Oh yeah. She's, <laughs> but she's to bring, goofy. Oh, it should be easy for you to bring honesty. Oh, to- oh, <laughs> oh, 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 there it is. Oh gosh. Oh. I love it. No, but okay. So honesty mm-hmm. between, uh, the two shows. Yeah. And what um, else do you think? Um, I would have to agree with Nick on the music because we pretty much, we know the, the journey songs, hit me with your best, all of that stuff. It's just like, oh yeah, I know this. I can just go out there and do it. But then when you get to the wild party, the music is beautiful, but it's so difficultly written mm, that you really have to think about what you're singing. Mm-hmm. You can't just go out there and belt your face off and hope to get it right Right. (laughs) (laughs) you really have to think about what you're seeing so the music for me awesome matthias kind of going off what aubrey said the demeanor of the shows are pretty different rock of ages is just it doesn't take itself too seriously and it's just fun Mm -hmm. and one big laugh for both the cast (laughs) and the audience and one of the amazing things i think is that quinn vira who is in rock of ages and currently in a wild party she has done such a phenomenal job Mm -hmm. of you know, coming from that that leading lady of such a campy, fun, high ener- energy show to a show that really does speak to a, a you know a deeper truth, and she's done such a wonderful job of contrasting those two characters. Sure. Daniel McKeever too. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Considering who he was in Rock of Ages oh, yes. and who he is in this show, mm-hmm. complete opposites. Mm-hmm. So, Matthias, coming in at two weeks so we had already been through three weeks of rehearsal and then you pop in with this unreal energy mm-hmm. learn the dances within two nights which blew my mind how do you put yourself in that mindset to come in and learn this because seriously <laughs> I think I finally got most of the dances last <laughs> night <laughs> no seriously it's been difficult I've been off the stage for two years and to come back into it and then watch you just get it lately split I was like uh, can I can I buy that maybe <laughs> so I, I'd like to kind of know like what your process is for something like that because to come in with two weeks before we open that has got to be stressful or maybe it's not for you because it's you're such a natural mm-hmm. no it was it was really scary I won't lie um, I got a call from Mr. George Green um, 
you know, a couple weeks ago, and one of the one of the cast members had dropped out for the show, and of course I jumped on the chance and because well, I just talked to you the Saturday before and said, "Why aren't you in this show?" Yeah, like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then not even three days later, Matthias is in the show. It was me. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, learning all of the music, this like we just said, it's not easy music. So, mm-hmm. did you just dive in then? Yep, yep. Um, I it was kind of challenging because I've been in school right now. So, I started waking up a little bit earlier and started going to bed a little bit later. But you know, this cast and the show and just the theater in general, it's such an amazing place to be and such amazing people to be around. I mean. The motivation just came naturally, you know, to to want to be on that same level with these with these amazing people I get to work with. I mean, I just I wanted to help support a theater and help support a show as much as I could. Oh, I just adore you. You made me tear up just a little bit. <laughs> I I love your heart and I love the the ability that you bring. I mean, you absolutely cheer everybody you know because we were three weeks in, we're like oh my god we gotta dance again <laughs> or maybe that was just me because at that oh, point no, i was I like did. oh my god and you come in you're like yeah come on guys oh awesome awesome aubrey and nick you guys play um uh lovers are you guys married you're not married you're just you're sweethearts right sweethearts. you're sweethearts Aww. now eddie and may mm-hmm. i want to know um because you guys were in Rock of Ages together, yep. so you'd work together. Uh, I want to know what you guys did to to get comfortable with each other, because you guys are they're jumping on each other a lot and hugging on each other a lot. And then there's that whole line, the dance for Papa line, which I love so much. Oh my god! But go on, say it, Nick. Say it. Oh, do we need to share all of our secrets? <laughs> no. Um, no, I just I I, I want to know I want to know how you guys got comfortable with each with each other, so that you could be on stage and let the the natural, what we say, honesty. Now, don't get don't get crazy. Just oh. <laughs> um, no, I'd say Aubrey's just a. She's very very easy to get along with, and um, well, you could literally pick her up and throw her around. So. Yes, I think I do. Um, but in, in Rock of Ages, we were maybe enemies a little bit, mm-hmm. a little bit in that show. So. Um, but no, it's it's been a very very natural progression, um, and uh, every night we find new little things to do and oh, yeah. um, getting more and more into the character. Um, but yeah, it's a. Well, how about you? Um, we just started saying really obscene stuff around each other, and I was like, I was like, yeah, I like this guy. I like you, and so it just when we started doing all this crazy stuff on stage, it was just like, all right. We can try this. Oh, you want to do this? All right. Like it wasn't. It wasn't so it was hard easy. going. Yeah, it wasn't. It was pretty easy. That's good. Mm-hmm. Some people don't have that natural chemistry. It's glad mm-hmm. you know. It's a nice thing to see the natural chemistry. Well, and last night I did something new and touched her in a place that I had not touched before. <laughs> and then I had to stop and go. I'm sorry. Was that okay with you? And she's like, Yeah, that's totally fine. <laughs> and it it fits the show. But it was just funny how. I just assumed it would be fine, and then all of a sudden said, "Oh wait, what if what if she doesn't?" If only every relationship were yes. like that. <laughs> How easy life would be then. <laughs> That's funny. So now, see, I have a history with Nick because mm-hmm. we did Quarterly and Summer Theater years ago, and Civic Theater. I mean, 
like what 20 years did we decide it was like 20 years ago that we were on stage together did you do Oliver with me at Civic or was mm, Jesus Christ Superstar the first year it, we, JC was the first I one was that we did 14 I was 19 so it was 20 <laughs> so just a few years, years ago, ago. Oh, 23 years ago yes so uh so but Nick always has that easygoing nature. You're always very kind to people. Aubrey, on the other hand, is kind of a pain. But <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. See, I can do that because she's like me when I was her age. That's that's all. Okay, I want to know, what do you guys, what's your, your favorite moment in the show? Because we are a Greek chorus. We're around the stage almost the entire show and we have a number of, of moments that we can watch unfold on stage. So I want to know what your favorite moment is to watch. Hmm. I can think of at least two or three right off the top of my head and without giving anything away. I'm going to put that in there too. Okay. And I think it's, I think it's small emotional realizations that characters make. Um, for instance, when Queenie or Quinn's character, um, you know, really recognizes what Mr. Black is saying to her in the song when they're talking about um, what 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 he should have said to me, and she finally realizes how somebody could have been treating her all those years, and um, you know that there's also a, a really poignant moment where McKeever's character Burrs um, recognizes the true status of his relationship and how far he's gone and how he's mistreated her. Um, but there's there's just a lot of little emotionally pivotal moments in the show for me. Aubrey. Um, I think one of my favorite moments would be when Kate and Burrs, Alyssa Day and McKeever, are in the bathroom after a bunch of stuff has hit the fan. And you can see McKeever's character break. That's his, his emotional break. And everything from there on out is just, I love it. I love seeing like from the course of the beginning of the show to that moment and everything that's piled up on him and seeing that break. It's just, I love it. It's great. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Matthias. I had to say one of my favorite parts is actually your song, Miss Abby. (laughs) I... I, I'm sitting over at this little table and I am fighting for my life not to crack a smile every single time. It's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. Oh, thanks. It's fun to notice those moments because it's a really heavy show. Mm-hmm. You know, so Eddie and May's song, definitely for levity. Yes. My song, definitely for levity. That's, that, that's how I feel like we're really only there for that reason, which is perfect because, you yeah. know, we all work together. Mm-hmm. We all work together. That's awesome because because then I get to come up and tell you to move out of my chair. <laughs> get away from my solitaire game, boy. <laughs> silly. Now, um, what do you think the hardest part of this entire process has been for you? Because this has been, like, like Rock of Ages, we had five weeks to put the show together. And it's new to the modern theater that we, that we do that. With uh, community theater shows, it's generally a six to eight week period mm-hmm. that we rehearse and then put on the show. Mm-hmm. And for professional theater, it's sometimes 10 days to yeah. three weeks, depending. Yeah. And so we settled at five. So we have five weeks to put it together. What do you think the most difficult part in this whole process has been? 
Um, well, besides the standards, like making sure your lyrics are memorized mm-hmm. and you're not making them up, um, <laughs> which is which is 99.9% there. Um, I would have to say this is the first musical I have done on a thrust stage. Yeah. So having... I've done straight plays on a thrust stage before where I've had audience members on more than one side. Right. A thrust Um, stage meaning audience on three sides of you. Yeah. Right. So um, it's also been incredibly rewarding and adds a whole new dimension to to the characters and to what's going on. But being on stage for the majority, like 90% of the show and having to be aware that you're performing to three sides as well as to each other um, has been very, very interesting. Um, And it's... It's something that's almost, it hasn't made it more difficult in a way. It's made it more interesting, mm-hmm. um, but it has been an adjustment. It's so much fun too. Oh yeah. So much fun because then you get that many uh, different dimensions as far as mm-hmm. looking at people and moving. Yep. Thrust stages are so much fun. Um, I'll have to go off of what Nick said is trying to play each side of the audience and being in such an intimate space like the modern Coeur d'Alene is a pretty intimate space, but there's no hiding when you're on the thrust stage. You can't hide what you're doing. Everybody's going to see what you're doing. And after like really big dance numbers and stuff like that, it's like, you're like, oh, oh, oh. but you can't break character. You have to, you can't hide. Somebody's going to see you break and somebody's going to see you like having an asthma attack on stage. So trying to keep in character and remember that there's always somebody who's watching you. That's the most difficult part for me. Yep. Yep. I, um, I have to say one of the most difficult parts is the music for me. Um, beautiful, beautiful music, but very, very tricky, and it always keeps you on your toes. But also, kind of what Aubrey and Nick said, there's always somebody watching you, and especially in with this ensemble, we can't just you know sit down and watch what's happening. We have to create these intimate relationships with one another. Who do we like? Who do we not like? Mm-hmm. Who do we you know? Who did we just see last week? Who have we not seen in years? Mm-hmm. And it's we have to create these tiny little stories with one another and keep that inner dialogue the yeah. whole time. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's definitely. incredible. Yeah, it's it's been a long haul, hasn't it? A bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So we open on Friday. So we have tonight's rehearsal, Wednesday and Thursday. And I think we have a we have an audience on Thursday. Right. So college kids can come and see the show yeah. on Thursday. They pay twelve bucks to get in. Yes. And then there's two dollar beer and pizza. Yeah. That sounds like a good college night to me. Mm-hmm. Oh, they get to stay afterwards for director's oh, notes wow. and stuff and be around. Oh, that. that's a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we open on Friday, mm-hmm. and then we start the long haul of our three-week run, yes. right? Yep. So we run through November 29. Um, so what do you like best about the run of a show? Once you get into the run of the show, once opening night happens. And it's, and I think it's a little more unique with this particular group because the the ensemble has to be so close all the time. You have to be close. And not only that, but we are almost half naked sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I actually never am. Thank you very much. (laughs) I made sure that that was on purpose. Um, But there are lots of half naked people on stage all the time and you're hanging on each other and you're grabbing each other. And I mean, it's, it's a a gritty show, right? Mm -hmm. So once you get into the run of the show, 
What is one of your favorite things about that? I love hearing that, like, you know, like I love sitting and looking in the mirror while I'm doing my makeup and seeing everybody around me. That's one of my favorite things is being in the dressing room the whole time. I love it. I love that. Matthias? I love hearing the chatter of the audience on that first opening night. The little butterflies I get in my stomach and you can see, you can see the excitement and the gleam in, you know, in your cast member's face that first night. It's like, how are they going to react? Are they going to laugh? Are they going to cry? That anticipation and that excitement to see that first night, how everybody's going to react. It's, there's nothing like it. It's just, it's priceless to me. Aubrey? Uh, I agree with Matthias, like seeing how the audience reacts and hearing how the audience reacts. Um, I think my favorite part of getting into the run is after the opening night jitters, you can fully get yourself into that character because you're my I I'm not nervous after opening night because I'm like, all right, this is how it's going to be. This is where it's at. But and I can fully get myself into the mode of my character and not have to think about my nerves and everything. And it's just, I, I, uh, uh, just getting into it and then discovering new little things throughout the course of the show, not changing who, like how your show is, Mm -hmm. but you see just new little things. You get to look around and see everybody's characters and how they've developed their characters from the beginning of the run to getting into the actual show. Sure. Nicholas. Um, I would have to say I really enjoy how once a show is, is locked in and learned um, and you get through that opening night, it almost becomes a different experience every night. And the energy you're getting from the audience changes things and the energy you get from each other changes things. And it's, although it's the exact same show, almost every single night it almost becomes a different experience and if you were in the audience uh, on a night where you had a, a lot of younger people that were very reactive versus um maybe a more emotional somber crowd um i feel like great performers and great actors in this cast will definitely do this feed off of those energies differently and i like the experience of almost just going in and letting loose and cr- really creating something and by the end of that night you just feel very accomplished as though you've actually created a new piece of theater every night. Right. It's exciting, isn't it? It's, it's weird being on this side, having not been on stage for two years and actually being a part of that. I'm, I'm so nervous. I'm like, I'm like a virgin on her wedding night. No. Um, so (laughs) why, why do you laugh? (laughs) So, so, uh, the show opens this Friday. We run through November 29. Um, and, I, okay, so after this show is done, what's next for you guys? What, do you have other shows? I know I know, Nicholas does. What's your next show, Nicholas? Uh, I am jumping into rehearsals, I think, four days after we open or yeah. the next week for uh, the next show, which uh, is the Modern Theater's doing at the Bing Crosby Theater, December 17th through December 20th. Um, and it is a show called All Is Calm, which is an all men's acapella um, version, not version. It's an all men's acapella show that is all uh, songs that are old war songs. 
right? It's about Based the Christmas the- truce of 1914, directed by yours truly. Uh, <laughs> but what's nice about it is that you're one of the new soldiers that we're bringing in this year. We lost two soldiers, not to, we just lost them to college. That's all we, and uh, so we added two more boys to the show. So we still have 11 men and we have four performances at the Bing. We were up for a Spokane Arts Award recently. We did not get it, but it was great to get the nomination and uh, which it's a fantastic show. I'm glad you're going to be a part of it. Aubrey, what's next for you? Um, I, I have a little bit of a break, but I am starting rehearsals for Maybe Baby out in uh, Coeur d'Alene. And when does that one open? Um, March. March. Okay. Mm-hmm. Matthias? I, too, am going to be on a little bit of a break. Granted, I didn't know I was going to be in these last two shows either. So, <laughs> um, uh, But my next... You're production... like the MVP. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, my next show is Man of La Mancha Woo-hoo. here again at the Modern Spokane. Again, directed by Troy Nickerson. Yeah. Very, very excited. And that's the closer for the season yes. here. Yes, it is. Excellent. Well, thank you all so much for being on the Modcast. Oh. I'm excited to open this show with you. Um, is there any parting thoughts that you'd like to let the world know about the show? Or Life's too short to miss a good show. <laughs> so save yourself some regret and come and see it. <laughs> Come challenge yourself with some edgy theater. It is Don't very miss edgy. It. Yeah. Don't miss it. Mature audiences only. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, yeah, it's just a very true, uh, true show. It's um, not over the top, but it doesn't hide from anything. And it's just a real, realistic experience. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you on stage. And uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thank you so much for joining us for the Modcast today. It's the podcast from the Modern Theater. My name is Abby Crawford. You can find more information about the Modern Theater at themoderntheater.org, or you can visit our blog at themodernnews.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and many other social mediums. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week.